listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, I play my enemies like a game of chess where I rest. No stress if you don't smoke cess. Less I must confess my destiny manifests in some Gore-Tex and sweats. I make tracks like I'm homeless. Rap orgies with Porgy and Bess. Capture your bounty like Elliot Ness. Yes! Bless you if you represent the fool, but I hex you. With some witches brew if you do do. Voodoo. I can do what you do. Easy. Believe me. For any niggas give me heebie-jeebie. So why you imitating Al Capone? I'll be Nina Simone. And defecating on your microphone. Ready or not? Here I come. You can't hide. I'm gonna find you and make you want me. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Sunday, the first Sunday of NFL season. Yeah. It is upon us, but of course, you won't catch me watching nfl red zone or the nfl channel today why because that's right brothers and sisters we have joined colin kaepernick and boycotting the nfl in this house right here we are not boycotting we are boycotting because the uh nfl and uh you verse want to fall out so we can't watch it i, wow. so I don't ha- i don't got a boycott i got a boycott because as soon as that shit come back I'm hopping on the other side. Wow, sis. Wow. You just gonna blow up my spot like this? Ah, sure. I'm trying am. to get some of this woke cred in these streets, okay? Mm-mm. The people on the message boards, the people on Twitter, the people on Facebook and the, fa- in the groups, they've been talking Mm-mm. about us. They've been like, y'all don't want to boycott. Y'all not really down with the cause. Y'all not woke enough. Mm-mm. I'm, this is my chance to hop on the woke train. I'm not woke enough. I'm still sleeping. I'm okay with taking a nap every now and then wow that's some coonery and buffoonery okay mm. i personally i personally will be boycotting i stand with kaepernick uh jay-z is a coon as far as i'm concerned all right i don't uh well you got people cutting off their hair and they dreads and stuff like that Mm-mm. no i'm not with the shit okay i think all black people should be able to get corporate jobs no matter what they hair look like all uh, right i agree with you with so that. Yes. so off tops right there uh i'm on uh i'm on the side of cap okay and i that's i don't think you should be able to go to an interview in a thong if you want to if you can get the job you get the job okay <laughs> strippers interviewing thongs they get yeah, the job they do so i'm look i don't care karen might be a coon over here all right mm-hmm. um i'm not a negro bed wench all right i'm standing I proud for cotton faux cotton i'm saying proud on the african-american side okay you uh, go ahead you go ahead and do that and as soon as somebody clicked the on switch you're gonna be right on over here with me well that's not what's happening with your right tap now dancing shoes on look just because i check the channel guide every 15 minutes to see if it's updated does not mean that i want to watch the nfl or the nfl red zone okay i'll forget I that do. i'm only here for the touchdowns this is what's wrong with y'all black people okay y'all can't never football y'all can't never do nothing y'all can't never stick together y'all always can't wait to turn on another brother as soon as you oh some of the brothers walked in with guns but they walked out with jobs that's just what they said i'm not i'm not i'm I'm gonna get you sucker i'm not turning my back on nobody i didn't tell nobody they couldn't boycott to your heart's content turn your tv off and find something else to do i ain't i don't have no you don't have to be so proud you don't have to be so proud of it 
Hey, but ain't you the one that ordered the sauce? What are we talking about here? Order what sauce? A trucking and drive and barbecue sauce. We got ain't two bottles the, to show the Ain't you the house. one that's gonna eat the ribs or the wings? I sure am. Okay, so then let's just. Let's oh, just... so you can eat the trucking and driving sauce, but I'm trucking and driving because I'm full cotton. For the NFL. You, you down with the What's NFL? What's the difference? Right now? Shucking, your trucking and driving is in the sauce, and trucking and driving is, is the other way too. It's everybody, the same. everybody knows the delineate, the delineating line in pro blackness right now is whether or not you watch the nfl if you don't watch the nfl you pro-black and militant enough if you do you a coon and so all the brothers playing coon i'm more woke to eric reed eric reed actually will go out there and play for a check not me <laughs> i wish the nfl would offer me a million dollars to play the white man's game <laughs> i don't think so eric how about you stop shuckling and jiving out there mm-hmm. in the backfield and you go ahead and grow some balls and I get out here with the rest why of us. Why you pretending? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's why you got your fake fed up shirt because your fed up is fed up with the NFL. That's Mm-mm. what it is. And this shirt is real. Mm-mm. I'm fed up with the NFL. Lies. Lies. Where's the lies? Mm-mm. It's time to get to these articles, guys. Okay there's a lot of news going on besides people you know cooning and, and mm-hmm. fake and woke buck, over there and negro buck dancing for the mm-hmm. white man in the nfl some of us mm-hmm. have actual I'm, things to talk I'm about negro twerking and i would that at least you know, i'm on beat you know harriet could have saved even more people if they knew they were slaves it's not a thing she actually said but a thing that we like to talk to pretend that she said for some reason <laughs> for some unknown reason Nicki minaj has decided to retire and have my family she said good for her the queen's rapper tweeted out she retired from music she took the twitter on thursday to write i've decided to retire and have my family i know you guys are happy now to my fans keep repping me do it to the death of me in the box because ain't nobody checking me because you know she got to get some bars in um and to her bar she added love you for life um so yeah uh, she's with uh kenneth petty that's her her man right now the dude that uh she's been dating since september uh december 2018 and uh some people even speculated that she's uh you know um like engaged to him i don't know if it's true or not you know i just saw a lot of speculation about it uh and she also was on twitter uh saturday offering advice about self-love and toxic relationships she said i first had to learn how to love myself if you wouldn't let a man treat your mother your sister or best friend like that because you love them then you wouldn't let a man treat you like that because you love you in late july news emerged that minaj and petty had officially obtained a marriage license prior to that on chance the rapper's new album the big day minaj hinted at a future with petty when she rapped my nigga at home now he declined to my bonnie about to walk down the aisle and be a mommy minaj's relationship with petty has been met with controversy particularly since petty is a registered sex offender who was convicted of attempted rape when he was 16 years old petty also served four years of a 10-year sentence after pleading guilty to first-degree manslaughter in 2006 regardless minaj has constantly fought back against fans and critics who condemned her for dating perry 
uh petty i'm sorry uh menage's declaration of retirement yeah the thing with the petty thing i don't i don't know is i don't know the details of what that case was and you know uh him being 16 at the time does kind of put a different take on it than what i heard which was that the girl was 16 or something and he was like over a certain age so i don't know the details of it and if it would happen when he was 16 maybe they're sealed details or something like that but it does seem like because of that people want him to uh essentially not be able to date Nicki minaj which i i mean that's her life i must say y'all can't control that if that's what she want to do that's what she want to do you know and if he ain't i guess technically hurting anybody or hurting her or whatever right now then i mean you're not really gonna be able to make a case for i don't know it's so weird because it'd be the same people that's like i believe in second chances prison system is too much and all this shit but at the same time we really do want these strikes to be for life for these motherfuckers like nah you did that shit at 16 that's it for you bro yep if like if they don't like you like you said there's no place for you in polite society period like your ass needs to be relegated to you know minimum wage jobs and and away from human beings forever right uh and i don't like i said without knowing the details of any of this crime like you know that's that seems to be the general sentiment about that dude yeah it's restorative justice for the people i like it i don't like you it's no restorative justice you can never come back to society and it's a fuck you if if it happens to me personally oh yeah it's, it's all about restorative justice because it's me and my family and my loved ones like i said people don't extend that compassion out to everybody so and everybody's a hypocrite including myself when it comes to these things i'm, I'm not gonna say it's just your human nature to do that you know as far as uh try to quote-unquote dictate or determine but at the end of the day you don't have no control over it yeah so i don't know man i i that's the first time hearing that he was 16 at the time as opposed to um the sexual assault victim was 16 so now i don't know because literally that could be a lot of different shit you know they um like the you know it could be a lot of shit that's how i put it i don't i don't know the details so mm-hmm. i'm not gonna speculate uh minaj's declaration of retirement also comes after the rapper blasted the media influencers for trying to tear her down during the instagram live she said those people came together to try to end me and sweetheart before i get off this instant let me say this it'll never fucking happen um yeah so you know I, it's weird right because we don't know her but just from what we see of her on on social media and uh in the papers and her queen radio show and stuff it's like she's been acting more and more sporadic over the years and 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 it's affecting her i don't you know i i you know and maybe it's just i can say i'm on the outside looking in yeah that's what we of what we see Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know how the fuck Mm -mm. maybe she was always like this and then we just started seeing more and more of it in public i don't know what i will say is this though she seems very hyper focused on the critics of her and the, mm-hmm. and she has a lot of uh followers on social media and she be on there like it's not a like it's not a thing where it's like uh she you know like beyonce where people are like i don't know if she on there or not yeah she doing the shit that, that the quote-unquote internet tell you to do what do you mean the internet tell you to engage and be out there and interact you know with us uh internet is kind of mixed on that right but but that's the thing she quote unquote fell <laughs> there's for the a lot trap. of there's a lot so, of people that say you're not you know there's a lot of people out there that's like no beyonce does it right so like the people that don't interact are the smartest ones and the ones that are the best i i don't you know there's different yeah. 
and 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 it and it varies quote unquote per person but but you know it's a subsection put like that of the mm-hmm. internet that, that says this they get this and then they complain about how you out there too much yeah she likes to whip her fran- fans up into a frenzy she does send them to attack people not not in the vague like i had an issue with this but like she really does relish in them like doxing people and um uh getting people fired and stuff like that like she's big into that um so the thing i was gonna say though on the outside looking in not knowing her it she kind of feels like what happens when people say like you know every day i wake up just so my haters know that da 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 or will you like live for the people that don't the like because she gets way more love than hate if you look at overall because you can't have a career the way that nikki has a career if if everybody hates you so Cause them barbs goddamn love her yeah and you know and whether it's barbs or not just like the pe- people still will go see her people still listen to her music mm-hmm. um and then when people were like bringing up other artists and stuff women especially that were like coming up she did seem to buy into like fuck these hoes i'm the boss i'm the baddest one and people you know you can that's a chicken or egg argument some people say well we always pitting women against each other cool but they don't have to buy into it and i think the new crop of women is kind of proving you don't you know megan the stallion is out here like taking pictures with everybody not dissing over like still raps about being the baddest bitch and number one all this shit but then when she's out she's like oh here's another fellow bad bitch we out here doing our thing so you know that energy you know it's proves that it can work you know it doesn't have to be well i see someone coming up behind me how do i squash on them you know and that seems like what nikki's energy was at first but even with megan like she did a song with megan you know like uh and that's why after weeks and weeks of people pitting them against each other like they did instagram live together like i don't know it just seemed like she's so reactive to like every opinion like about her everything being said and i think from the clips i've heard of her uh like with joe budden and on her queen radio it seemed like she really wants to defend her honor by attacking these people for their opinions um and i'm sure that that's very tempting because you know people do lie people are very like mm, what's the best not charitable people are very not charitable when they talk about celebrities and and people that they don't like so i can get that feeling but it's like man she got rabbit ears and i wonder if this quote-unquote retirement whether it's temporary i, I expect it to be temporary oh, she, I, she's 32 she'll be back. yeah i think she'll be back yeah i think she you know and which is sad if she doesn't come back because honestly like the shelf life for a woman rapper it does seem like it just expires like there's no comparison there's no comparable woman rapper like jay-z there's no Nas's, and there's no m&ms and women rap like women hit that threshold where they're no longer just the quote-unquote sex symbol and then people are like go away i think the oldest woman rapper we have that's really still doing things is trina yeah like i'm like i'm trying to think of others like missy just missy just put out a new album but that was after what a 13 year hiatus or something Mm -hmm. it's almost like we just expect women to go away like stop rapping go home and just do something else men hey you can rap about getting bitches and hoes and shit for the rest of your life yes uh, you can if you choose to some of these rappers we don't even discuss men rappers sometimes sometimes we don't even discover them till they're 30 something right you know two chains rebrands at 30 you know uh jay-z i think didn't start really rapping until almost 30 um or you know getting popular with it 
um rick ross you know had a whole other career as a ceo and shit before he started rapping like it's it, i don't know i do i'm and i know nikki's a hard person to make a case for for a lot of folks but i do worry like what it means for the industry if one of the best women rappers out right now just retires at 32 and that's it so i kind of hope she does come back and more importantly man even if she don't i hope she finds some like happiness because and peace i don't know her obviously but from what you see online she don't seem that's not what happy people do and she'd be on them interviews in huge denial like i am happy (laughs) i'll kill you bitches i'm like nigga that don't sound happy Mm-mm. like you sound super in denial and stressed like this this shit this game will uh, eat your ass up and then like every detail of your life feeling like you need to get that approval from instagram and you know like who i'm dating needs approval my song needs approval who i'm friends with needs approval me dissing another woman i want more approval than she getting like uh the opinions of everybody on the radio talking about me i need that approval like it'll, it'll drive you crazy man uh let's see what else happened guys um kroger's has asked customers not to open carry guns in their stores mm-hmm. what stores are starting up by that doesn't have a no conceal policy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people go i won't shop there well bitch don't shop there we don't want you there i i, 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 I okay feel like that's like there. here's the thing i gotta ask y'all and i we're from north carolina um i think i know we have a concealed carry thing i don't know mm-hmm. if we have an open carry thing i think we do you do allow concealed carry i don't yeah no, I, I don't I think don't, we allow open i don't think we do either so here's my question though guys how often do y'all think y'all are in a store with a open carry or even can yeah open carry person with a gun like is it very very common like y'all are looking around all the time like damn you know fifth person i saw at walmart today with open carry because like i'll see the occasional picture but it makes it sound like it doesn't happen often where it's like man i'm in walmart and this nigga got oh got a gun or probably depends on the state that's what i'm saying um, i'm asking our fans like is okay. it is it something you know they're in the chat now is it something y'all are seeing a lot because my guess is kind of like that nra thing where they say we're gonna boycott this luggage my guess is it ain't that many of y'all who gives a fuck i'm never shopping at kroger okay three people get the fuck on we'll 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 miss the the three dollars worth of extra sales or whatever profit we were getting like you can go like it's i don't think it's just loaded to the bear with a bunch of fucking guns right nuts that are like you know in the checkout line holding everything up like i don't think it's i don't think that's a threat at all oh we won't attend your business okay so um and they announced it just hours after walmart made a similar announcement yeah. i wonder if they felt stupid like man we should have did it first that's true and june brought up a good question okay you had this policy so what do you do because some people are gonna say fuck it and walk in there so now you're going to demand your employees tell these people they can't come into your store and then you have a huge ass altercation because somebody's gonna challenge this law Some somebody's gonna walk in there and be like fuck your rules i mean call the police and you know the, handle it that way that's the only I mean, way that's what happened with it. the walmart dude that remember that after the walmart shooting there's another guy who just decided i'm gonna test the second amendment and walk up in here with you know guns all are strapped to my body and film myself mm-hmm. so now they got the right just they need i they probably tell them don't approach them just call 911 let them walk around the store and just have them arrested and we couldn't just deal with it like that because the rule is no guns and we meant that yeah so i don't know man we'll see what happens but um 
you know it's just that thing where once again a corporation does more than the fucking lawmakers who are uh elected by the people <laughs> uh we're depending on corporate fucking um morality to fix the problem of society that's never good uh speaking of which tyler perry is using his private plane to deliver supplies to the bahamas wonderful because you can't depend on george w bush and nobody like that mm-hmm. you can't depend on them to figure it out they got basically you'll need billionaires to do their thing actor tyler perry is doing what he can to help people in the bahamas after hurricane dorian devastated the islands according to tmz the movie mogul is using his own personal seaplane based in nassau to deliver relief supplies to the abaco islands the area was one of the hardest hit by dorian tmz says his plane has made at least two trips on thursday and is hoping to send several more as recovery efforts continue water juice diapers sleeping bags and other necessities were reportedly packed onto the plane and delivered perry also reportedly brought seven people including children back to the u.s on return trips who needed medical attention wow i wonder what the rules are for that because you know how these motherfuckers are about brown people coming across the goddamn border these days it's like i got a medical emergency i don't want this person to die well but it'll hold up now hold up u.s citizen let me hold up this paint swab and see where they at on the scale uh in a social media post earlier this week perry wrote that he was planning to help to all the incredible people of the bahamas who have welcomed me and called me an adoptive son i want you to know that i'm watching closely and as soon as i can i'll be there to do whatever i can to help you rebuild stronger and better you're not only in my heart and my prayers you're in my blood god bless you stay bahamas strong the sun will shine again so um that's that's good that's good shit good for him uh let's see what else happened um <laughs> the police have charged a couple after spending after they spent more than a hundred thousand dollars that the bank accidentally gave them oh no no it come to folks name money particularly like that flag that immediately there's something somebody gonna realize them zeros is gone it's funny how it's a crime for us to do it our, that way but it's not a crime for the bank to do it the other way right like if the bank accidentally take too much of my money i just gotta go down there and talk to fight them, them figure it out hope i get my money back but when they when i when they give me too much money and i'm like oh i spent it they like Mm-mm, nope jail right that they they then their mind it went in your money well the shit it wouldn't your money fucking take either they're facing theft charges and more than a hundred thousand dollars in overdraft fees oh a hundred thousand in just overdraft fees after allegedly using the money that was accidentally deposited to a bank account investigators say robert and tiffany williams had a hundred twenty thousand dollars deposited to their account at bbnt on may 31st through a mistake by a teller but instead of contacting the bank about the deposit the couple allegedly spent the next two and a half weeks using most of the money they was doing the most with the money sound like it took me being too wild to catch that error didn't it i know as soon as they saw that damn atm receipt they was they ain't gonna like it they ain't gonna like it i'll be getting to the money everybody man you ready to go on vacation baby Got a car, got my own. Let's go shopping. Speaking of the Bahamas, we can 
speaking of private jets come on they, uh, we're not on. they said apparently um the couple allegedly spent the next two and a half weeks using most of the money neighbors were stunned that is kind of shocking neighbor nate weaver said with all the procedures the banks have set up checking and double checking and triple checking right somebody was on a video to find out that money was missing there's no way anybody gets away with that stuff state police say the couple bought an suv two four wheelers a camper and a car trailer i told you vehicles well they was living like the righteous gemstones out there a police report said they used the money on bills car repairs cash purchases and even gave fifteen thousand dollars to friends in need of money okay Ooh, you ain't never getting that money back oh 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 uh, if i was a friend to benefit nobody i, I stand that was a gift. i stand a charitable scammer okay y'all looked out for the hood i would check in with the bank first before i did anything said robert Payton, another neighbor i'm not that dumb but some people do stupid things sometimes man i'll sit up there and act like i ain't know man i thought they just had gave me a hundred twenty thousand dollars for being nice how the fuck was you supposed to know the fifteen thousand dollars was stolen shit you wouldn't know i'm not talking about you still stuck on the people that got fifteen thousand i'm talking about the people that got a hundred twenty thousand. Oh, okay i'm saying if i was them i go into court and be like man i just thought the bank was being nice and gave it to me uh, i mean what i'm supposed to be i'm supposed to be checking with them i mean they the bank they, they the bank once the bank realized this mistake it transferred one hundred and twenty thousand dollars to correct the amount it contacted tiffany williams on june 20th and told her the couple had to pay back a hundred and seven thousand dollars in overdraft fees they incurred on uh, june 21st the bank called again <laughs> what they called the next day you tell me they ain't had the money and uh, miss williams mrs williams said she and her husband will work out a payment plan court paper show <laughs> payment plan oh that's so good hey i put something on it mm-hmm. on a hundred seven thousand dollars i'll put something on it man look man for if you willing to work with me for y'all gave me alone if you guys are willing to work with me for 1070 months i'll put a hundred dollars on in a month we'll take care of this okay it ain't no need to call the police get them involved okay we got y'all why you hanging up uh the court paper showed that after the two initial phone calls from the bank the couple had no contact with bank representatives despite several attempts by the bank to reach oh they sent them motherfuckers a voicemail they're not oh, they, they know what's gonna happen though and the sad part the bank might have been even willing to work with you for the payments but with you not contacting them because they want their money so with you not contacting them at all they was like oh bitch you think you ain't paying the fuck the couple is now facing felony theft charges they were, they were released on twenty five thousand dollars bail i wonder how they got the bail money Mm-hmm. Like, from some extra, extra money they didn't tell them about they stuck underneath their mattresses man that's that's wild i don't even know what you do if that happens i mean i'm not i'm not spending the money but that's because that's because i'm exactly afraid of what happened to them is you going to jail and i don't want to go to jail <laughs> too many checks and balances somebody somebody somewhere was doing a balance statement sheet and was like the fuck adele Lim. have you ever heard of her mm-hmm well she is um one of the writers on crazy rich asians which opened up number one at the box office last year mm-hmm. and made 238.5 million dollars global um well apparently she has left the filming uh or the writing crew for the uh second movie because of a pay disparity so they didn't want to pay you apparently even after making all that money um although director john m chu had hoped to keep the creative team intact co-writer 
adele lamb no longer no longer involved with the project uh hollywood uh reporters learn at issue is a pay parody uh, co-writer peter shirelli not an asian person uh as an experienced feature scribe who broke out in the 2009 with uh the proposal has to ha- uh was to be paid a significantly higher fee than lamb a veteran tv writer who never had penned a feature until chu hired her to work on the screenplay before chu boarded the project producers nina jacobson and brad simpson of color force had already enlisted shirelli to uh adapt kevin kwan's 2013 best-selling novel being evaluated that way can't help but make you feel that is how they view my contribution said Lim, who believes that women and people of color often are regarded as soy sauce hired to sprinkle culturally specific details on a screenplay rather than credit it with the substantive work of crafting the story come on she, de- it. she declined to provide specific figures but sources say the warner brothers starting offers were eight hundred thousand dollars to a million for shirelli the man and for her, one hundred and ten thousand plus. And y'all made all that goddamn money. The fuck out of walk to fuck you, bitches. Um, keep in mind specifically with this story, we're talking about the reason that that movie was successful was because of all the cultural references that made it feel to many Asian people this is authentic to our experience this is a call back to our culture the blend like the little details the touches on all this stuff you're not going to have a white person get all that right and so to turn around and be like this person was not even remotely as important to what we were doing as this white dude like does seem fucked up Mm-hmm. especially when you know y'all made way more money than y'all thought y'all were gonna make right so it's not like y'all was like y'all are anticipating making the more money or the same money again that's just what people do with sequels y'all think y'all are gonna tap into this again and y'all like oh we don't need that part anymore and they underestimate this is major and a lot of people are gonna be like well i don't know if i'm gonna watch the second one and this is the same hollywood like people always forget that a big part of me too is pay equality yes it is and the time's up movement is pay equality it's not all sexual assault shit a lot or you know sexual harassment a lot of it is like we also are not getting paid our worth and i mean i I can see how that would be very insulting yeah and y'all this will be like uh ryan coogler not coming back for black panther 2 people be like the fuck is this complicating matters was the fact that Lim had already inked the first position contract with disney animation for four years but the malaysian-born writer who was pinning its southeast asian mythology influenced feature raya and the last dragon says that disney would have been willing to do a carve out on her ability so like they would have let her write you know write this movie uh co-write this movie and you know what this is day loss because all she gonna do this was like oh word i bet you kevin feige ears cranked up oh word somebody is cranked up over there I was like oh word we, we, we got something for you after lent well she already had that deal with disney i mean yeah she got that deal they was like you know what we got something even more for you now well she's she's writing raya and the last dragon right so, so that's not out yet so like she was gonna get disney work period like not even right. out of spite like they were going to put her to work period what she's saying is as big as disney is as busy as they stay they were going to let her go and work with uh crazy rich asians too right so like it wasn't even a conflict that like it wasn't even a i can't do this thing like 
she's in demand and y'all this is how y'all treated a in demand writer that's what i'm saying is right it's not like she was just like they're like well what fucking else are you gonna do take our take our offer or shut the fuck up no this is literally somebody that got a deal writing the movie and y'all were still like yeah bitch uh <laughs> you worth some pennies so if you can you can go and get out of here you work for 10th much it's this white man co-writer um yeah and so she walked away from a deal last fall color four spent um actually she walked away last fall color four spent about five months fielding other writers an agent to set for the job man i know people was like i don't want that job though because what do you do because you get that call right because you got to be like well i know she walked away they're not paying her i know they're not paying me and and honestly well see you might be worth 110 you see what i'm saying what do you do Mm. if like say like they like they moving down on the list now they're picking people that aren't in demand people that need work and now if i fucking take this job i basically undercut uh, another asian person in the industry like you now made me a fucking line crosser in a boycott almost you know right damn and and it's so fucked up because nobody's acting the acting the actors but i wonder how the actors feel about this like you know because these are asian american and asian descent actors that are playing these roles like uh, they might not ever come out and say anything but i want i know that gotta fuck you up too and chu the man who's the director of the film who's also asian he was prepping to shoot warners in the heights and he was not involved in this job search thing they were doing they came back to limb in february with an offer closer to parody with shirelli who had volunteered to split his fee with her but limb passed now here's what i would be this, here's what i would bet you know why she knows the offer was di- what it was uh quote unquote being an ally uh shirelli probably came to her and was like this is what they offered me and then she was like what oh fuck that i'm not doing it he's like all right you know and so he was like do what you got to do so then when they came back to offer her like a new deal he said i'm splitting I, like i'll split what i make with you so now it's they're taking money from me but at least we'll both be getting paid um like equals right and she still declined it because i I'm, I'm imagine she was pissed you know and it's the principle of the thing you yeah. shouldn't have to split your money they should just fucking paid me more yeah uh p has been nothing but incredibly gracious but what i make shouldn't be dependent on the generosity of the white guy writer if i couldn't get paid equity at the cra i can't imagine what it would be like for anyone else given that the standard for how much we're worth is having established quotes from previous movies which women of color would never have been hired for there's no realistic way to achieve true equity that way which is the point people go and this is this is one of the reasons you um no offense but like or i shouldn't say no offense but this is one of the reasons you just can't listen to men that that talk about like women in industry or 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 when it comes to white people color people of color in the industry you can't listen to them because they'll say shit like well um we are hiring we want to hire people but no one has experience well no one has experience because you don't want to hire them right doesn't mean they can't do the job you literally have created this this own self-fulfilling prophecy of if i never give you a chance then i can always say you don't deserve a chance and that's what's happening it's like the nfl people always go well where there's not enough black head coaches you're right well who are we gonna hire i mean we would need some black offensive coordinators 
okay so why don't y'all have any black offensive coordinators well who we gonna hire we would need some black wide receiver coach like all the way down to like we don't hire black people on any level so then we never have we always use the level below to justify why we don't fuck with them and that's the part that you know escapes a lot of folks when it comes to this analysis and they're not nearly as smart as they think and that's what happens when it comes to women and and, and comedy mm-hmm. women in, women in hollywood we can always justify like bitch just be happy with what you're getting because right. we're giving you a chance when we normally wouldn't give you a chance at all so take a tenth of what you're worth because we weren't going to call a, a, a asian woman about this role period yeah and then got offended when she was like suck my dick i'm out right um but she says peter's been nothing but incredibly gracious uh but what i make sure oh i already said this part all right yeah so uh she says for now work on uh i mean not she but the article says for now work on the sequels it's slowly moving forward shirelli writing with you delivering the first draft of a 10-page treatment to the studio in late july and they're still exploring how much of the source material kwan's trilogy includes uh 2015 china rich girlfriend and 2017 rich people problems to adapt although crazy rich asians film adaptation de- uh, deviates from the first novel in key aspects the book ends with nick and rachel uh played by henry golden and constance Wu, together but not engaged estranged from eleanor michelle yo while astrid Gemma chan is still with her okay that's just details on this fucking book all right but yeah that that's interesting to see um Mm-hmm. we're just gonna interest to see how this plays out yeah to see how the actors are gonna um respond and also to see how the general public is gonna respond because it's gonna be a lot of people that when they hear this they're gonna be like oh y'all really wouldn't buy the body and dedicate it as we thought and right. some asian people are gonna be like you know what i'm not gonna see number two because this is making me question or whether or not i want to see number two because i was like yeah i don't know is it gonna be as good like the fuck yeah that's i mean yeah that's just sad too because like you you're talking about people that um are trying to make a living in this industry right and you use the numbers they take against them so what i'm guessing is whatever she got paid for the first movie they were like well this is a raise from that so what's the problem it's like because i'm never gonna get pay equality equality i'm never gonna move up enough you're always gonna pay me pennies on the dollar compared to my compatriots that are white males because you didn't pay me enough in the first place so every time i accept one of these deals i'm really fucking myself but if i don't the accept the deal me too and the people behind me yes and if i don't accept the deal then i don't eat you know luckily she got that disney deal so you know but fuck man that's a lot of money um uh let's see what else a rooster pecked a woman to death in a rare attack um apparently was it a caged bird uh now we know why the caged bird sings karen yeah now we know why the caged bird pecks mm-hmm. uh on the heels of a report from the seat from the centers of disease control and prevention about backyard chicken spreading illnesses to people in 49 states comes a Ooh. yeah yard birds karen because a harrowing tale about a woman who was killed by a rooster that delivered a lethal strike to a varicose vein in her leg she bled out uh according to the report which was published in the journal of forensic science medicine and pathology the 76 year old had been collecting eggs at her home in australia when the aggressive rooster attacked her lower left leg the woman collapsed with an autopsy later revealing the two small lacerations on her leg including one in a varicose vein 
her cause of death was listed as exsanguination which is basically severe blood loss caused by the rooster's aggressive pecking the attack is considered rare by the reports authors which uh with one telling live science that it demonstrates uh that even relatively small domestic animals may be able to inflict lethal injuries in mm-hmm. individuals if there are specific vascular vulnerabilities present no shit the animals yeah i mean so people just the, have, have well yeah people do have animals as pets i i know it ain't i was just thinking farms but a lot of people just have animals as pets huh fresh eggs i mean is it the the thing you have to ask is is it the varicose veins uh being present or is it the rooster pecking them that is the cause of this you know and i i mean you could go back and forth because it's a really uh chicken or the egg argument it really is i'm sorry that wasn't exactly an excellent pun you think you think that lady uh laid that there so long she became sunny side up i just think she shouldn't have been playing chicken with that rooster <laughs> you think when they found that she was fried hard probably it's in australia or they might not even know it was her you know you know what they say birds of a feather all right that was terrible <laughs> you um, know what the mm-hmm. chicken didn't know she was gonna go over that easy <laughs> help myself y'all mm-hmm. uh, I, must, I, and I got a picture of the, of the rooster here and it looks like it was a uh, like it's pretty pretty big it's like a big black cock took down another white lady <laughs> alright uh, <laughs> yeah I guess she was henpecked to death. <laughs> All right, let's. let's <laughs> everybody probably is begging us to move on. I know, ain't they? And I get it, guys. I wonder if it was like foghorn, leghorn. I, I say that. I say now. I say, ma'am, you need to back up off of me, Missy. And it just ate her. <laughs> ate her veins. <laughs> oh man that's a terrible way to die Ain't it dog? get to heaven and everybody like what happened to you a fucking chicken killed me how i know that's what i'm saying i'm i'm as surprised as you i'm here i'm laying there slowly bleeding out this one i'll choke that chicken to death oh choke that chicken i didn't even mean to do that one <laughs> all right uh <laughs> like i we both going together <laughs> we both going out that's but you know what though human beings 20 trillion chickens one you got one guys congratulations they got one welcome for the, the ancestors welcome to the scoreboard that motherfucking was uh <laughs> that was nat turner the chicken over there to freedom that motherfucker been watching chicken run all day he's like watch this what's watching this this is a heist she come around his own <laughs> i might can't fly but i'm getting the fuck up out of here okay i will be free 
um all right uh let's get into uh, uh some fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking fuck with, with black people. people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe makes us feel fucked with the wheel sign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody hey let's see who's fucking with us guys um quite a few people uh sacramento will pay 2.4 million dollars to stephen clark's children uh if you guys remember he was uh he was the guy who was killed wearing a black hoodie um they they, uh they were they were police were called about a man wearing a black hoodie breaking into a car or something like that uh saying he's breaking car windows in sacramento they arrived on the scene clark was uh shot and found dead in his family's backyard shot seven times officers claimed they thought he had a weapon which turned out to be a cell phone because everything's a weapon in a black man's hands everything according to cnn most of the money will be placed into a trust for the clark's boys now five and two years old who will be able to access it tax-free over three years starting when each child turns 22 about a quarter of the money will go to the lawyers including the firm of high-profile civil rights attorney benjamin crump oh he got one Mm. y'all don't talk about that though in january clark's family fled uh fled filed a 20 million dollar wrongful loss death lawsuit against the city and officers involved oh wait so it's kind of a loss too because they filed 20 million and only got 2.4 what's a black life worth i guess come on and really it's not about paying for a black life it's paying for the ability to take them with impunity that's what they're paying for because the officers ain't going to jail Mm -mm. uh so karen zero to a hundred oh a hundred yeah i mean as always with these stories it's like a permanent 100 but man I, I hate to say this man but i'm starting to be like less enraged by it it's been this way for quite some time but it's like i don't know it feels like business as usual like yep this is the process they shoot us it's wrong this on camera we have an argument on the news about what's okay and what's not okay about it then we have a trial a year or so later when nobody really can be like bothered except for black people who are already upset when it happened then there's no there's no justice for it no police officers get fired or or, i mean no police officers go to jail it's not criminal to do it and then we may or may not see the police officers get fired after the trial because they don't like firing those people even though they're negligent and they did things wrong they don't like firing them till after the trial because they don't want to prejudice the jury which when you think about it if they were fireable it's not prejudicing the jury to fire them you're literally lying and saying these people are competent police officers and trying to fool the jury and to be like no they're competent police officers no mistakes were made as soon as the trial's over it's like y'all gotta get the fuck out of here y'all made all kinds of mistakes but you won't be going to jail and then the last step is we give the family some money in a civil case because we absolutely were wrong we did violate civil rights and we did take this person's life over and over and over fucking again so yeah that's why it's always 100 but i like i said it's it's, it's at the same time it's politics as usual yeah and it's purposely designed like that to wear you down and wear you out like literally that's how it's designed and you know particularly the way 
the way news and social media and shit is now everything's so fast everything's so quick and fast and quick and fast and quick and the average person don't have the longevity to follow the cases and the sad part about it is so many cases names start blending families like everything is almost like a big predictive you black and you care it's a big blur what's amazing to me even after all this time it shouldn't be amazing but it's still amazing to me as much as white people love money as much as white taxpayers claim to love money because they feel like an attachment to it that you know i don't think black people do um this is one expense that they're always willing to pay always you never see anyone come at the police departments on just a strictly financial level like i am pissed at the fact that y'all cost us x amount of taxpayer money because y'all don't know how to handle these crimes like no white people look at this as a cost of doing business like hey if it if it costs millions of dollars to keep these niggers in place to keep them in line then i'm gonna just go ahead and chalk that up to the cost of business like it's crazy when you think about it y'all on the balance sheet like they give a fuck if somebody gets welfare they give a fuck if somebody gets unemployment benefits too long they give a fuck if like what you spend your ebt card money on they care about that oh you get you get steaks instead of ramen noodles nah fuck that Uh uh-uh no i'm i'm measuring every penny of this motherfucking tax money but when the police are like oh man we just can't stop killing these black people guess we'll just have to give up a couple more hundred thousand dollars in court they're like whatever that's what it's gotta take breaking dean of students resigns after pictures of past tweets surface the the dean is black just so you guys know uh jamie r rowley the university of alabama's assistant vice president and dean of students resigned from his position on thursday after less than seven months on the job his resignation comes a day after breitbart news home of dave Chappelle, the best comedy they've ever seen uh published an article detailing images of past tweets from riley in which he criticized the american flag and made a connection between police and racism jackson fuentes press secretary for the uv uh, for the ua student council government association confirmed at 4 15 p.m that riley is no longer working at the university so why did he quit i'm gonna go back a sentence because new past tweet surface in which he criticized the american flag and made a connection between police and racism so he had to quit not he got caught calling people out their names not some sexual stuff not some me too stuff not crime he was like man police kind of racist nigga you have to go you can't be saying that down here at the university of alabama um yeah uh for us right now basically all i can tell you is that the university and dr riley have mutually agreed to part ways so yeah that's true and we do wish him the best in the email at five they must have asked him to apologize that's all i can think he was like no the fuck no yeah um breitbart news has a reputation for being an ultra conservative news opinion and commentary website the article reads the author reached out to the university last week to receive a comment on riley's past tweet but that a statement was not given the article also says riley's twitter account appears to be private on friday morning so only his followers can view his account but of course screenshots are forever uh the american flag represents a systemic history of racism for my people police are part of that system is it that hard to see the correlation that was his tweet that was september 26 1917 
probably uh talking about kaepernick 1917 uh i'm sorry 2017 okay 1917 y'all he's a highlander okay a long time ago him and david mcleod anyway my bad 2017 uh he says i'm baffled about how the first thing white people say is that's not racism when they can't even experience racism you have zero opinion hashtag miss me with your privilege yeah yeah gotta get him out of there gotta fire him right uh are movies about slavery truly about educating the unaware or to remind black people of our place in society oh he was too woke on that one uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh october six, 2016 when he made that one um and so of course you know the the usuals came at him laura ingram who said all kinds of racist shit was like this is the real racism mm-hmm. the racist come out and it's not my action it's what you said that's the problem then he deleted his account makes sense um yep um yeah tweets from riley's deleted twitter account have been recovered confirming that he did send the tweets mentioned in the bright bars article uh unite for reproductive and gender equality urge ua a sexual reproductive justice advocacy student union a student organization at the university of alabama released a statement on friday regarding the recent resignation of former assistant vice president and dean of students jamie r kelly uh as urged ua is affiliated with the university of alabama we would like to make a statement in a recent occurrence at the university this thursday you know he resigned blah 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 we are deeply saddened that to see dr riley lead the university he was always extremely supportive of our mission every time he it, we interacted with the our organization his views and experience as a black man working in a predominantly white institution were incredibly valuable to the was it though not to the, the actual university uh valuable to the university of alabama we are extremely disappointed that the university led him to feel like resigning was the best decision yeah man yeah, if i had a talk he probably didn't want to meet the demands and he walked Guaranteed i'm sure they told him to take it back right and was like, this was probably him being like no I, i'd rather i'd rather die and now he ain't got a job i don't have to do nothing but stay black and die and he was absolutely right and he's on the right side of history and sometimes you gotta be okay with that you know like there's certain costs you're gonna pay you know when you on the right side of history and shit because it's never cool when it's happening it's all when it's happening you always a piece of shit every single time and then later on it's like that was a noble history always remembers those people you know like um i like ida b wells you know people talk about martin luther king like he's a saint y'all killed him like he wasn't he was considered a troublemaker when he was alive you know so this is more the same shit really um zero to a hundred current oh a hundred okay uh i would give it a hundred as well that's a uh, pretty bad mm-hmm. um ousted papa john's founder donates one million dollars to hbcu simmons college of kentucky good papa john's founder john schnatter is donating a million dollars to historically black college simmons college of kentucky john is making and will continue to make an important difference reverend kevin cosby president of simmons college of kentucky said in a statement per louisville courier journal his support will have a profound impact on simmons capacity to serve our city state and nation it's been a pleasure to work with dr cosby and dr tobert to learn about the important work they are doing in our community schnatter said in a statement of his own i'm proud to support their efforts to help lift up those who want to better their own lives and the lives of those around them uh 
oh man oh yeah zero to a hundred can i keep it real mm-hmm. i'm not fuck with of course you can keep it you can always keep it real on mm-hmm. here I, i'm i'm not i'm i'm not fuck with at all because uh papa john's and 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 this is my reality when it came to a lot of a lot of things the way some people treat the nfl was how i treated papa john's i, I see the correlation to it maybe not for everybody but for me i was very upset uh when this stuff came out roger know i love papa john so for me to be i was four cotton because i was like i'm not eating that shit and roger bringing it in, and i wouldn't eat it i was like no fuck that bitch mm-hmm. and roger know i you know roger know i love papa john's you call it shit a pizza, whatever whatever you want to call it i know it ain't the best pizza in the world but i loved it so for me that was a big stand for me because for me it was actually giving up something um but I didn't write, I didn't have like these demands or anything that I really wanted. And then they got off the board and they fired him and all that stuff. And I was still mad. Like I was just upset. Roger, no, Roger was trying to be reasonable with me. And I was like, nope, fuck them bitch. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. And I was like, well, what else did you want them to do? He was there. He's no longer with the organization. You still mad. Are you mad just to be mad now? Like, I like, and it really actually made me sit down and think about it. Uh, I didn't really have no other bands, and I was being unreasonable. And I was like, you know what? This shit ain't that important because they're doing the shit that we asked them to do. A lot of places don't do shit. They do this fucked up shit. There's no actions. There's no remorse. There's no nothing. They just do the shit and keep going. And people act like everybody's go- everybody does it, but when they don't do that they still receive the same punishment you know to most people as though they didn't do shit they did something and i know the bar is low la 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 la, la. i understand that and i'm not saying that you have to forgive or anything like that all i'm saying is that i had to be reasonable you know he don't do no commercials no more he's not the face anymore and if he chooses to do this that's fine if he's sincere or not only time will tell and actually i don't give a fuck people benefited from the money he gave good because that's the thing people that complain about shit that money don't directly impact your goddamn life you're not gonna be getting no scholarship you're not gonna be so it's real easy for for, for people to be like fuck it fuck it fuck it fuck it because you're, you're not getting any help or assistance from it like it's not directly impacting your life uh so for me good uh take all this money that you got and do something with it you know and that's this is also what we require people to do and then we complain when they do give it's like so where are the lines um most people don't have them most people don't have no demands when it comes to these boycotts most people don't have no structure of what they want to do they're just mad and so when you're mad and you have this ball full of anger that you don't know what to do with you just shoot it at everybody I'm mad. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody get that anger. And a lot of times when you're angry like that, it's not based in any type of, of, um, how can I say it? I won't say common sense. It's not based in any type of rationality. Also, I look differently at charity than, than, than people, other people do. Um, I don't, and you know, I, I actually wonder if people really do give to any charity when they complain or when they're talking about it because everybody's measure of what is actually charitable is like how much it hurts you to give so like if you gave half of your wealth then that's actual charity but that's not how i look at charity 
i would get charity as what was the ask did they need it and what did it do for them that's the that's that's how you should look at in my opinion that's how you should look at charity rather than be like what's your net worth uh this ain't enough like nobody there is never going to be a number that's enough right it doesn't matter colin kaepernick gave a million of his salary uh to a million to charity right and we all applaud that and we walk around talking about how great that is colin kaepernick's worth 20 million dollars none of us go that ain't enough we we're like yeah that's great <clears throat> you know and he gave it to like 10 different causes or something like that like it was a different cause every month we like the measuring stick of pocket watching with the shit is what's whack to me it's did the organization need that money and what will it do for them a million dollars to a hbcu is so fucking much because you you need that shit to help one draw students to help uh get better facilities better all that stuff they're chronically underfunded they're criminally overlooked when it comes to giving like white people donate shit to white universities all the time and people walk right by our shit black people will donate to white universities and not white black ones all the time the same way we was all hyped when um beyonce did homecoming and all the black like hbcu regalia around it we was like yes this is what we're fucking talking about you know and then she gave money to him at the end like none of us was like this ain't enough yeah it didn't break you you know so i think that's a big part of it the so for me i because i look at it the opposite way of like yo that's a lot of money to a university that's gonna help put more black professionals into the workplace and the workforce because we still do attend these universities at much higher rates so yeah man good and especially with considering the dire straits that they're in when you're talking about being underfunded under trump's administration um and when you're talking about the lack of people giving back literally this might be the thing that keeps this university around like this might this might not be the thing that's like you know like oh big whoop it's just a new building like no this might be what keeps this university here because what was gonna happen is when the shit closes it's like when a netflix show gets canceled we all talk about how sad it is right but were you watching were you attending were you giving back to it were you funding it no you weren't doing shit well then shut the fuck up like that's how i look at that stuff so to me i'm like that is a big that's a lot the second thing about this is this everyone forgets the details of why the fuck we don't like papa john everybody forgets the details is what he did literally wasn't that bad i hate to tell motherfuckers this that's why that's why on the show i just laughed about it because i'm like this shit is so funny he like he literally was not as fucked up as we are making him out to be but it's just it was too easy of a joke his name is papa johns he's on the fucking box he's in every commercial it's too funny to let it go but like people like he said the n-word on that call he said um he said i'm not like colonel sanders people fuck with colonel sanders he used to call black people nigger and people were like he said it he said it he gotta go he wasn't saying hey niggers at papa johns listen guys uh we need to get these niggers in line it just didn't matter you know we know that he's a fucking republican and we know that that uh, probably i'm assuming but i would assume he's a republican and we know that that nigga didn't like uh the kneeling shit and he tried to be like hey man kneeling is bad for business in the nfl y'all need to do something about it and that's really how he got on everybody's bad side because he was uncomfortable with that shit turns out 
he was probably right about that they did lose business for the kneeling shit on both sides black people white people whoever was mad about it that stopped watching they did lose business because you can't really legislate social justice via the nfl you're never going to be able to do it so once again man i i never found what he did to be as infuriating as a lot of people did but and then in the wake of that the company did every move we claim we want companies to make we we are we have all this fucking you need to apologize by doing this this and this you need to hire people to do this you need to do that you need to get rid of the people that fucked up and they did it and i still see niggas mad at papa john's like pizza hut better or something like 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 all these other companies somehow are better you know like eating a chick-fil-a sandwich mad at papa john's like it's so funny to me so to me personally it's like um i've never been that fucked with by any of it just because his his case just wasn't that egregious to me to it, it feels more like i'm happy that good stuff came out of it that's how i feel you know i'm happy that papa john started promoting more black employees and black businesses because they're franchises they're not um he doesn't own them all that's mm-hmm. not how it works they're friend you get a license to, for the papa john's you can open your own so there's a lot of black franchises that got hurt by this you know and um to the point where they they were doing commercials with the black franchise people right they hired the woman to, um a black woman to do the 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 uh pr and stuff they fired him you know got him off of the board or whatever like i don't know i'm just not as fucked with by it but um i would definitely uh yeah i give this a zero as well um i would play the cookout music to make, make the joke go further but i'm gonna be real it's never been a cookout thing for him it's just it's, it's just literally just i'm glad hbcu got something out of this because mm-hmm. we'll take we'll take your money like, yeah. like i said uh regardless of if he changed or not bigot money spent just like everybody else's money right <laughs> you know and that's the truth on that you know f- for some people you know they'll go well i don't want it okay that's fine yeah. but if you're in a situation where you need it sometimes turning shit down ain't an option yeah like this story i'm not bothered by i still think he is mostly a piece of shit agreed like uh, two things can exist at the same time where i'm like i wouldn't want this nigga at the cookout with me but uh appreciate the the money good good on you you know what i'm saying but to me he's just a typical white man you know i, I remember when we was covering him a long time ago he was against uh raising wages raise he was against raising wages by putting a nickel per pizza like we our price would go up a nickel per pizza and that would move our employees to a different standard of minimum wage no so even my he's just a republican white man to me but yeah some good came out of this shit so yes sir i don't know niggas gonna just be mad so zero for us and uh let the chat be mad uh all right <laughs> i mean look niggas gotta be mad to somebody uh why not him uh all right let's see um i want to do another one uh yeah we'll do nah, nah actually i don't want to do another one fuck, mm-hmm. fuck this okay let's go do uh some guest erase um what's our guest erase music um and boom wow what happened to the volume hold up Okay, I, I was fault. like, ooh, it's low. My fault, y'all. Let's try it again. Ready? Mm-hmm. Now that it's time for some guest the race. 
that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show go to cross all the podcast land we read the play news articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants to guess the race of the people involved that's right and of course everyone playing is a racist including karen who's playing as well uh let's see karen um an argument between west virginia pastors wives ends with gunfire in the church parking lot oh shit we capping on church grounds we are capping on church grounds okay uh the holy 45 was ringing a pastor's wife in west virginia has been charged with reckless endangerment after allegedly allegedly firing a gun in the church parking lot the pastor's wife wow she came with that heat mm-hmm. uh melinda fry tony 44 is accused of pulling out a pistol that accidentally discharged during an argument with another pastor's wife at oh pastor's wife on pastor wife violence mm you hate to see first ladies go at it like that okay well, not the first ladies first ladies is like uh highlanders that can only be one okay uh, so. <laughs> second highlander reference today tony is the wife of new life pastor earl tony while the other woman Lori haywood is married to new life's youth pastor david haywood fayette sheriff's detective kevin willis uh told the the beckley register herald the animosity between the two women had been simmering for some time the husbands had thought the women should publicly bury the hatchet to avoid additional strife oh sound like someone brought a bury the hatchet to a gunfight come on the pastor and the wife uh the pastor and the youth pastor had thought maybe we could get them together we could hash this out fix this before it escalates of course it just made things worse i think damn we need a real housewife the real first ladies of uh west virginia apparently so uh reality show according to willis the straw that broke the camel's back was an argument over a t-shirt haywood had uh haywood was wearing haywood will only say we had a disagreement when we sat down to talk i called her out and she lost it according to authorities melinda walked out of the church during a disagreement and went to her car in the parking lot where she had her handgun realizing what she intended earl had followed her outside uh (laughs) baby please don't shoot it please please willis reports pastor tony intercepted his wife before she was able to come back inside the church and attempted to wrestle the gun out of her hand the weapon fired a single shot during the struggle but nobody was hurt she was going to shoot somebody with a gun over a shirt haywood who was leaving the church when the gun discharged called the police and told them that she was tony's intended target the department reviewed parking lot surveillance footage uh but couldn't determine whether the pistol was aimed at haywood before it was fired mrs tony owned the handgun legally with a concealed carry permit we were just trying to leave peacefully haywood told the register herald the reason for the shooting was stupid and very unnecessary now are they gonna be in church again this sunday like it's right now are they in church melinda declined to speak to the police after arrest and requesting an attorney instead according to willis who added that a mental evaluation of her may be part of the investigation karen guess the race of the shooter melinda uh what is her first melinda fry tony oh everybody black everybody's black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe nicknamed the gun my shepherd black (laughs) uh god bless the second amendment white bitch that is my maga t-shirt white 
i'm gonna pop a cap in your genesis west virginia mountain dew mouth white white still active at the services to get the gat white all the people say shoot black uh mental wait mentalin i don't know what that means mental because you said she had to get oh mental ow oh mental white okay mental illness white i guess i carry a uh knife in my purse black so a lot of people went black a lot of people went white on this one karen you said black Mm -hmm. well the correct answer is turn my volume up they were white West Virginia? You think we the only people who get to shooting up at the church? Come on now. Uh, many no, of, I was just I was just going by you know by the name you know we we normally have to have them New Life Ebenezer Baptist Church on the Vine, Christ Church. So. That's the name of the church. I didn't even notice. Uh, but yeah, the many you got it right. <laughs> Melinda wasn't playing with you hoes, okay? Mm-hmm and melinda could be a black name now look at her hair man this when was this picture taken she she got the 80s like just taking it sears and robux back in uh back in the mall come on like some old school 1980 glamour shots right oh this is our prom picture man but uh yeah she was got the cap and she's about to send some people to the lord a little early yes she was okay tell them tell them melinda said hey um let's see here uh uh how about this one the fbi wanted wants tips in a bank robbery but the suspect's tattoo says stop snitching <laughs> oh, what? the fbi is looking into a bank robbery suspect but uh that will run counter to the command tattooed on the man's chest stop snitching shane mckee 37 was part of a two-man crew that held up st louis community credit union and jennings uh authorities say he and his partner were alleged to have entered the bank around 11 a.m may 5th 2018 with the guns drawn authorities say mckee was wearing a construction vest and a ski mask the robbers ordered a teller to give them cash and once they had it they ran off on foot st louis county police said in 2018 this morning the fbi sent out a wanted poster of mckee including the physical description he's five foot four 134 pounds and along with the stop snitching tattoo on his chest he has pitbull and rest in peace chewy inked on his back he also has terry with a heart on his neck another pitbull on his right shoulder and shirley with a flower on his right wrist the fbi said there's now a federal warrant for his arrest and tips did come in and they did catch him karen guess the race of mr shane mckee oh shane is all them pet bulls black that was named king (laughs) (laughs) all right uh nelly and the saint lunatics uh held the gun sideways black blackity black um black that shirley son black a lot of blacks black so black wow okay black like we got a black out here guys uh the correct answer is and everybody guessed it is black <laughs> nobody missed that one um so yeah you was out here stop snitching i guess nobody listened to the tattoos no they didn't uh did you see the picture 
Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yeah, cool. according to that quote-unquote coon y'all call Jay-Z, they will be up in there getting their haircut. Yeah, got to cut them dreads off of this nigga, okay? By the way, shout out to all the hypocritical black people out there that's upset that Jay-Z wants them to cut their hair, okay? I saw what y'all said about Jerry Rice. I saw what y'all said. Come on. Okay? Y'all some goddamn hypocrites. All that respectability politics. Oh, no, it's not that, right. He got too much forehead. Too much forehead for your respectability, sis? <laughs> I think not. Let that man have his natural hair and be proud. And if you need a more recent example, I saw what you said about Dwight Howard and his new haircut. Mm-hmm. Talking about y'all ain't into respectability politics. Y'all some goddamn respectability parlor tricks because you a lie. <clears throat> anyway, let's go to the bonus round. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. As Karen is now one and one, let's see if she can finish on a high note. I hope so. Justice for Jerry Rice, guys. Hashtag justice for Jerry. Y'all did that black man wrong for trying to live his natural hair true. Ain't got the nerve to be mad at some Jay Z. Boy, I swear y'all motherfucking coons cannot keep a story straight to save y'all lives. Mm-mm-mm. um a woman 38 tries to avoid drug charges by impersonating her 21 year old daughter what a utah woman was arrested over the weekend for allegedly posing as her 21 year old daughter in an attempt to avoid drug possession charges Did she had the power in the name too the what the power what does that mean the power bill in the name too. oh <laughs> <laughs> heather got seen 38 was pulled over in davis county <laughs> on saturday after officer noticed that her bmw didn't have a license plate according to fox san antonio officers from davis county police department searched her vehicle and found drug paraphernalia and a white powdery substance police said garcia then told them that her name was mercedes and she was born in 1998 at that point the officers didn't realize that garcia had given them her daughter's information but they soon figured that out through the records check when officers pulled up garcia's information they discovered she had outstanding warrants so you was about to let your daughter catch a whole charge garcia was charged with drug possession driving with a revoked license and offering uh, false personal info to a police officer she's currently being held in davis county jail under active warrants and the new charges karen guess the race of heather garcia heather garcia Mm mm-hmm I'm still gonna go black. You going you know, black? <sighs> okay. All right. All right. Latinx. Latinx. Okay. Uh, let's check the chat room. See what they believe. Um, soon to be deported. Wow. Brown Latinx. <laughs> Brown Latinx. Latinx loves pumpkin spice and burritos. White passing Latinx. Mormons gone wild. White spicy white passing Latina. I'm gonna say white. Just married to the life uh riding around without license place and drug pair of, and didn't think and don't think she is going to get stopped white but married to a latinx latinx and um, nigga uh ricky martin the correct answer is and um karen went with latinx and you know what karen 
you were right she's latinx now i don't know how she thought she was getting away with uh passing for 20 uh 21 uh uh she looked like the wife of the dude from the adams family yeah and uh the reason i say latinx because some people will be like no she's white white passing latinx i do agree that she's she could be considered white passing except that uh for the tattooed eyebrows come on guys we know that we know what that is all right let's be honest with each other she's latinx um wow i can't believe she tired to, that's how they knew they was like you are not 21 ma'am come on you need to go to jail i need to get that sound bite that's one of my favorite moments from family guy i don't know why it's so random but what peter tells meg you're going to jail i don't know why the fuck that's out so the blue. it has nothing to do with anything all right sore ratchet this time me and my mama could ever be cool again you pull some bullshit like that yeah that's pretty bad that's pretty bad uh let's see the terrifying moment a man armed with a huge samurai sword robbed a tenor rife tourist bar <clears throat> popular with brits has been caught on cctv not to be confused with bbc tv <laughs> and not to be confused with black.com totally different things guys yeah, they, yeah each one of them is something different footage shows the robber entering la bodoquito titos and taking off the weapon taking out the weapon he had hidden in his trousers before making off with over 1300 pounds the robber took pl- uh, place the robbery took place around 10 p.m in the town of puerto de la cruz in tenor life the biggest of the canary islands and the thug first threatened the staff with the blade he then went to the bar when the where the cash register was waving his sword and appearing to threaten staff members during the last wednesday's robbery the robber can then be seen turning to the workers in a threatening manner as they watch him empty the cash register of uh, reportedly 1361 pounds he then uh walks towards the exit but not before hiding his weapon in his trousers and walking out of the restaurant calmly in uh, all in under a minute and a half one of the restaurant workers told local media fortunately no one was injured since the workers acted in the only possible way given the circumstances the establishment also confirmed they reported the robbery to the police national police say they are conducting an investigation but the identity of the thief is still unknown the bars received rave reviews on TripAdvisor with one satisfied customer describing it as simply the best and another said it had fantastic food yeah come for the food stay for the sword play alright guys that's it for today's episode you guys good luck with your fantasy teams and uh all that stuff but uh your boy won't need no luck cause I'm boycotting the league mm-hmm. this year until I will not Red be- Zone come back i will not be participating in the white man's red zone mm-hmm. but y'all have fun rooting for your little racist mascot teams and all that shit with your racist owners and uh your, your wife beating players okay some of us are a little too woke we got a little too much moral morality okay we got a little too much moral superiority to yeah, y'all buffoons you, you, but i hope you're the, gonna be napping in a few hours you're gonna be sleep like me i hope the opiate of the masses is mm-hmm. able to hook straight into your 
drug addicted brains mm-hmm. I, I hear you play mm-hmm. well anyway go ahead coons and sell out so enjoy the rest of your sunday until mm-hmm. then i guess even though you over here winching i guess come I love on you. coons and coonettes i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.